You're listening to 103.9 Life FM Gippsland. This is David Braithwaite with the local news headlines. The state government is scaling up support for timber workers, sawmill operators and their communities as Victoria transitions away from native timber harvesting. Agriculture Minister Gal Tierney yesterday announced the expansion of the Victorian Forestry Worker Support Program, increasing worker top-up payments from up to $120,000 to $150,000 and allocating extra payments to workers over 45 years old. The wider community forestry sector, including firewood sellers, guitar makers, seed collectors and other forest produce licensees, will be eligible for the expanded worker support payments and redundant equipment compensation plus payments for unsupplied timber and a one-off hardship payment. The first round of the Forestry Transition Fund is now open to create more local jobs in impacted timber communities. The fund will provide grants of up to $1 million to expand, diversify or start new businesses, while also allocating wage subsidies to incentivise people to employ transitioning timber workers. The Sawmill Voluntary Transition Package is also now open to support mill owners to stay in the industry or switch to new sectors. These packages will ensure worker entitlements are met and will include plant and equipment compensation. An initial harvest and haulage support package will be available for forest contractors in September, which will include contract and equipment compensation and worker redundancy payments. Harvest and haulage subcontractors, chip truck drivers and other businesses heavily dependent on the native timber industry will also be eligible for the next round of the Timber Innovation Grants, expected to reopen in late September. The government will continue to consult with forest contractors to ensure their skills are retained for ongoing management of the state's public land with genuine opt-out packages available for those who choose to exit. Minister Tioni said the extension of support followed discussions with the timber industry. Regional Development Minister and Eastern Victoria MP Harriet Ching said after many months of uncertainty due to ongoing litigation, this funding and support was already helping Victorian timber towns, workers and businesses to make the decisions that are right for them. Fellow Eastern Victoria MP Tom McIntosh said the additional payments for workers in the latter stages of their careers would make a big difference to timber families. Timber Workers Union CFMEU Manufacturing welcomed the improvement to the compensation package. A union campaign for increased support for workers in the native timber industry escalated following the decision to bring forward the industry closure to January 1st next year. CFMEU Manufacturing Assistant National Secretary Leo Skundubas said this change to the compensation package represented a significant improvement as well as recognition of the challenges for older workers in finding re-employment. Victorians can expect a drier and warmer spring with a high chance of an early start to the fire season in the central, western and northern parts of the state. Victoria's drier than average conditions are expected to continue following below average rainfall across much of the state during winter, according to the Australian Seasonal Bushfire Outlook for spring released yesterday. Despite below average rainfalls for winter, grass growth is expected to be higher than usual following three years of wet La Nina conditions. A strong drying trend in Far East and Central Gippsland has resulted in higher than normal potential for fires, including communities close to bushland, especially where vegetation was unburnt during the 2019-20 fires. Country Fire Authority Chief Officer Jason Heffernan said Victorians could expect a warmer spring and earlier start to the fire season this year. However, CFA crews across the state were prepared to protect their communities. Latrobe City Council is seeking ideas from the community about the future use and location of the old Terrelgan Methodist Church. Community members are encouraged to share their ideas and proposals through an online consultation process which will help the council identify potential opportunities for the future of the church building. The council is seeking specific information about the idea for the use, source of funding and support required. It has allocated $86,000 to the subsequent resolution for the building's use. In previous years, the church was the home of the Terrelgan Visitor Information Centre. In 2018, the council decided to relocate this service to the new Gippsland Performing Arts Centre. 
The church is currently vacant and situated in the forecourt of the Traralgon Railway Station under a lease with the Department of Transport, which has expired. A heritage assessment conducted in 2022 has determined the building as local historical value. The Tribe City Mayor, Kelly O'Callaghan, said the council acknowledged the old Methodist church was a sentimental asset for many in the community. Community and historical representatives who had previously addressed the council have spoken on potential opportunities and future uses of the church, with Councillor O'Callaghan encouraging community groups, businesses or individuals to also submit their ideas or proposals by speaking to a council officer at one of the drop-in sessions or on the La Trobe City Council website. The council will be accepting proposal submissions over the next four weeks. Community concerns raised about the lack of public toilets and the new Bansdale Kmart store are being investigated by East Gippsland Shire Council. Council's Acting General Manager of Business Excellence, Alba Elling, said responsibility for providing public toilet facilities in this new building rested with the building owner. Ms Elling said the council clarified that its officers were not involved in issuing the permit for the Kmart project but was committed to assisting in finding a resolution to the matter. The council's municipal building surveyor has conducted a review of the project's building permit documentation and building legislation, which has revealed public sanitary facilities should have been provided in the department store. The council has begun investigations into reasons why public sanitary facilities were not included in the store's initial plans and has taken steps to engage with the building owner and private building surveyor responsible to address the issue. The Cape Conran boardwalk will be open by Christmas with work to recommence in the coming weeks, according to Gippsland East State MP Tim Bull. However, the wait for the Cape Conran cabins will be considerably longer, with the completion date 17 months away in December 2024, with work to resume by Christmas this year. Mr Bull was advised during briefings in Parliament last week on the two projects that the delays were due to cultural heritage concerns where either machinery drove over areas outside the approved footprint or materials or machinery were stored or unloaded in areas beyond the approved boundary. The Nationals MP said he was pleased to hear return to work on the boardwalk was imminent and it would be open for the upcoming summer holiday period. The state government is supporting the construction of a new training track at the Packenham Racing Club at Tainong to improve training conditions for horses. Racing Minister Anthony Carbines yesterday announced more than $283,000 from the Victorian Racing Industry Fund would be put towards building the new track. The Packenham Racing Club is investing almost $85,000 and Racing Victoria $198,000. The new 600-metre standalone training track will be 6 metres wide and provide trainers the opportunity to start light training activity for slow work and trotting and to take work off other training tracks at the club. The project will help meet the increased demand for training facilities at Pakenham following the relocation of trainers and horses from Caulfield. The new training track will create 20 jobs during construction, with the track expected to be open for training in December. Pakenham Racing Club CEO Blair Odgers said the new training trot track was a much-needed facility. This is 103.9 Life FM Gippsland.